You are listening to my Ugly Truth Podcast, an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast about a Jersey girl living in a crazy Florida world. She's a combination of sensitive and savage. She's got a wild heart and a reckless soul with a mouth she can't control. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. Episode 17 will be about uh, my ex-fiance, Jasper 1.0, that is on episode 2, Once a Casper, Always a Casper. Sometimes we don't get our closure. Sometimes it's just simply letting go of a certain person or of the past and just accept that what has happened has happened and that we deserve better whether they acknowledge it or not, whether they give us an apology or not. Out there, I don't know if everybody can relate on this, but there's a certain number that I see all the time. A lot of people say like 444, 555, 1111. I always see 808. So 808 has always been a number that just pops up. It could be the time, it could be you know, the mileage left on my car, the last three digits, it can be anything. It could be an address or I can be, you know, parked in front of a certain location and there's 808 on the address label. Um, 808 has been in my life popping up for a good five years now. That's the day that my ex-fiance decided to get in his car and drive north and not tell me for two weeks wondering where he was and I'm going to play some audio just so you guys can really see how mind-fucking this relationship was how one-sided it was how unfair how cruel it was how hypocritical he sounds for the things that he says and the things that he actually does like that episode with Dr. Tracy Thomas, control your emotions. If not, they will control you. She stated a very strong statement for me. She said that when people do those things to you and just ghost you and they don't even have the balls to break up with you or tell you there's an issue, it's more of a problem that they have within themselves than the problem of dealing with you. And I do believe that my ex had issues with confrontation or dealing with any problems, so he would just leave. And he's done this to his family, he's done this to me, he's done this to jobs, he's done this to every aspect in his life that's important. Um, I never got an apology, I never got a sincere explanation, nothing. I got blocked and never told what I needed to hear. I punished myself for a very long time and I thought it was my fault. And uh, he left a month before my wedding. My wedding was supposed to be September 9th. So he left August 8th, which is 8.08. And he knew 
how important the 808 number was to me and how curious I was about what it meant. And I don't think he did that on purpose, but this is going to be my one of my deepest episodes. Um, I do notice that a lot of you guys listen to a lot of the deep episodes more than the storytelling ones. And since we're landing this week of two-year mark that he left me, I'm going to unfilter, uncensor, give you the real, raw, in-debt story of the breakup. Episode 2 is not only about Jasper 1.0, my ex-fiance, but it's about how he would ghost his family and ghost me and then come back and forth and owes me all this money. But you guys don't really know the true dark side of the breakup. I am not in love with my ex-fiance. I don't love him anymore. There's always going to be a special place for him in my heart, unconditionally. But there is a fine line between loving someone unconditionally and being disrespected to yourself. And this man, I'm very convinced that he thinks that if he came running at my front door that I would let him in because I have done that so many times in the five-year mark of our relationship. To his surprise, I am not the same Angie I was in 2017. I am not the same Angie I was a year ago. Starting this podcast, I've learned to truly love myself and take care of myself. Yes, I do talk about how we need to control our emotions. And yes, a couple weeks later, you see me spilling a drink on somebody's face and obviously my emotions took over. But a working process, it's just like Dr. Tracy Thomas said, if you've never worked out in your life and you start going to the gym, you're gonna screw up. It's all new. So there's not days that I am perfect. There's not any days that I am doing what I should do and the best ability that I need to be doing it but I'm getting there and I am proud of myself because I never thought I would be where I am today the day after he left I thought my world was gonna crumble down the last time that I saw Jasper was September of last year because after he left me Every once in a while, we would start communicating again. He would unblock me whenever it was him that decided to do so. And we would communicate. We would visit back and forth. And then he would cut me off again. He did that twice in the two years that we've been broken up. And the last time I went to Atlantic City to visit him, since he is very close to that. And we had this very deep conversation about what are we doing? Like, if you're not emotionally able to be with me, then what are we doing? Because you're stopping me from growing. You're stopping me from meeting some man who wants to be in my life. And that's one of the audios that I will play because he's a big hypocrite in that audio. He talks about how he loves me. He talks about how he wants to work it out. And as soon as I got off that plane, two days later, I found some horrible guess you can say discovery that I wasn't the only person in his life he was going to see girls in different hotels in different cities he would fly other places to see other girls so it wasn't just me we've never had cheating in our relationship but I did felt like I got cheated because when he came back in my life 
I thought he was 100% in. So two days after I got off that plane, he went ahead and blocked me. I would call him from different numbers and he wouldn't even hear two seconds of what I had to say. And now, almost a year from the last time I spoke to him, I never got that closure. I probably am still blocked. I've never got a message or anything from him and I don't want one anymore. For the longest time, I wanted so bad for him to want me and me not want him. When you truly get karma served in your face to your advantage, it's when you don't want a reaction. And that's where I'm at right now. And this is why my episode 17, I'm Shining Fireworks Over Your Sad Empty Town, is going to be the last episode that I speak of him. And I am letting him go. I wish him nothing but love. I wish him nothing but happiness. And I hope one day he can stop thinking that he's a piece of shit and truly work on himself to get him to the point where he is truly happy and loves himself. That is all I want from him now. I don't need closure. I don't need an explanation. I don't need any of that. He has done so much for me, and I bet you guys didn't even think those words were going to come out of my mouth, but he's done amazing things for me. He has made me really focus on myself and what I want. He has made me successful with this podcast because if Jasper never left, I would have never started this podcast. And now this podcast is getting to a point where I'm helping other people with situations that people are scared to talk about and i'm gonna give you the most deepest episode right now now this part of the audio that i'm about to play is the last conversation that i had with jasper 1.0 in person in atlantic city last year and you can hear his analogy that makes no fucking sense to me at all still to this day You can hear his response to all the questions I had, but not once does he apologize. Not once does he say he's sorry. His explanation about how he does love me, well, you can hear it yourself on the next audio that's playing right after this. You got in the car and left? Yes. The day before, I didn't know I was leaving. What made you get in that car? I don't know. You don't know? What made you leave Jacksonville, knowing I was there? You know, if it was repairable for the boys, didn't want to... uh, I get it. I got it. So your way was to just remove yourself and be done and... I'm saying I didn't know what to do, so I fucking... Ghosted. Like you always do. You've done this to me before. This time is worse because we were engaged. Have you ever loved someone, flaw and all, they can hurt you? You will love them to the end. You. No. Yes. No, Jordan. My defense mechanism. Throwing out missiles every goddamn place you possibly can. And yours is disappearing. My breeding and fucking hiding. An engagement with children. So you say you lost Dylan's love. But don't you think you deserve it? Yes. Why did you lose his love? Because he saw what? That you left me again. And you knew that when you left. I, and I, you said you guys yes. are better off without me. Yes. Because I think of myself as a piece of shit. If but, that's what you think, then why did you even bother coming back? Why did you make that commitment to me and the boys? 
Yeah, we were not doing good, but it was fixable. It was and fixable. I may not act old-fashioned. I probably have no right to say this, but I'd rather repair it than replace it. And you... Never replace anything. Then you just get rid of it. I've never replaced. You either just leave it there broken or you just freaking throw it away. Where I went to a hotel and the lady told me you checked out and I have no fucking idea for two weeks where you're at. Like, do not tell me, oh, I love you. No, like, you made me lose you. I lost you. When you lose something, it's something that got misplaced that you didn't know. You didn't misplace me. And where we're at right now, you're not emotionally somewhere to be with me, but yet you love me. We can't keep doing this. Just, just bear with me on this. Do you remember those airplanes? I don't the know. Foam? If, yes, the foam ones. Yes, because uh, and you, I cherished them as a kid. It took me so long to figure out just that they were so fragile. I didn't figure out this until actually I bought them for Dylan and Caleb. Mm-hmm. But it's like a life lesson that I, I taught myself is that something that you care and want to keep around so much sometimes, you fry so hard that you... Break it. Yes. And what did you do with it? I duct taped it. And I did it again. And I duct taped it. And I did it again. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did? I duct taped that whole motherfucker. So that thing was a fucking bullet. And then I could so, throw it as far as I possibly could. And what is that called, Jordan? It's called not replacing it. I've been trying to do with you. In that situation, yes, you can duct tape, duct tape. But you left this part free. And then you and you took a chunk out of the tail wing. It's called imperfection. No, imperfection. imperfection, fine. You repair it. I had this part covered so it would be good. And you fucking stomp on it. So then this wing is done. What you're trying to say without being mean is... It got damaged so bad to the point that it doesn't work anymore. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. That's where I'm getting. I'm saying it. I I want to repair it. And every time I put another roll of fucking duct tape over it. How do you think I feel? I feel like you just break another wing. How do you think I feel? Every time you leave, promise when you come back that you're not going to leave. And you leave again. How do you think me and my kids feel? I understand. That's what I'm saying is that. So what the fuck are we doing then? I agree. It got so damaged that those are fucking wings on that fucking plane. I got it. Okay, then then why are we seeing each other? And I get rejected every single time. And that is the worst fucking feeling. Anytime I give you anything of personal information at all, it's always used against me. Because your feelings are not the Jordan that I was engaged in that loved me. Because I can't give you... Those feelings because you won't let me because every time I do use them, I didn't me. do anything for you to leave me. Yes, we had problems. I didn't make you leave me. So the love should have never stopped. Love hasn't stopped. I still want to repair it and I still want to make it work because even if you fucking cover the entire thing in duct tape, it flies without being broken. Do you understand? You, but- it flies without being broken because you've dealt with every kind of right but guess what without air it's not going anywhere and air in our situation is communication and when you block me out and i'm a thousand miles away and you just cut me off for months or you block me that's not love you don't block the one you love that's not fucking love that's then, then, then i don't know what love is because the people that i love the most i do that with the most yes that's my fault angie the people that i love the most are the people that i shelf out and cut the most which i love my sister of course i love you love my mother i am upset myself and upset with situations and i shut down it's not just you it's it's not like i'm targeting you 
It's the people that are the closest to me that I care about the most. Well, then maybe I need to question myself if I can be with somebody that, that does that. Uh, that's who you've always been. That's who I've always been. I'm not and, gonna and, and if you ever get married one day, you're probably going to do that too because you need your space. Or is it different because she's your wife? That's the question. That image of how that marriage should be should say everything about this question. The image and of love that I had younger is a completely different image of love that I have now. Angie, I have no idea. If you had another husband, no, I'm asking would you. you I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's my image of wife and love was different 20 years ago than it is today. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. Love is a completely different thing to me. You know, you sound like a hypocrite saying that, right? Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Why? Cause did you realize that after you left me or before? <laughs> yes. Yes. So you knew that a marriage is not all butterfly and rainbows, and yes. you realized that before you left me. I didn't leave you, leaving you. Like I, I. Tell me, please. Just tell me. I didn't know what to do. I never actually had an agenda. But I just would love to have known what went through your head. I would have loved to know what the fuck was going on in your head. Please enlighten me. Three to four days every two weeks with your parents. And at that's least. not my I'm, fault. At least. That's not my at least. fault. At least. You always make me feel like you live all's, in Maryland and me no, live in Florida. No, it's my no, fault. That's no, not my it fault. It wasn't. I was asking for two days. Two days of what? Just to get through my fucking mother. And it escalated I know, to I know. shit. In that situation, I was being selfish. Yeah, all you had to do is fake it for two days. Why do I gotta two fake days. it? Why does anyone have to fake it? Why do we have to fake it? Why can't we be real? Real? Yes. But but that was being real. Real, actually. It was being real. You'd rather be real? fake than real? No, no, no. I'm saying that was being real. That that whole incident. So that, that was being real. Yeah. That's why it really happened the way it did. This part of the audio that I'm going to play for you is some sessions that I had with either friends or even in therapy. My happiness depends on being home with my family, my family, my kids, and my guy. Like, that makes me happy. I don't want my kids to see me upset when we're doing the treat. And then, of course, I open all the stuff, his stockings there, all this shit that this is. This is the first Christmas I haven't been with him since we've met a friend, somebody who always brings him up. Stuff like that makes me sad. Right now, till January, is hard. It's so hard. All this, like, memories that I have with him. I am right there, but he's not. I am living in the past. I'm living like, I'm like, I'm gonna wake up and this was all a dream. It's just taking so long. I am. I'm living in the past. I'm acting like it was just a week ago that he left. I'm living in August. I need to come to terms that that is over. Don't don't come back to me and tell me that you regretted it. Don't do that. A realization, I am not in denial. I know he's not without me. Yeah. That's what hurts. It's like, why did I have to be out of that picture? I was his fiance. Why couldn't you do that with me? That's what couples do. They change your life together. Bless me so many times. I have abandonment issues. Don't tell me you're gonna do something and don't do it. That's the worst thing you could do to me. But the abandonment issue is only started with Jordan because he's left so many times and when he leaves, he literally just leaves. He left all his stuff, his clothes, everything, furniture, clothes, everything, everything, everything. And he's like, I just felt it was better for me to just leave. You can get rid of my stuff. 30 bags for Salvation Army to pick up. 
the first time was hard, the second time, and then the third time, like, yeah, I have very many issues. Laugh me, so words don't mean shit. I mean, I don't even know how you hear. Um, for that your failure of you let yes. yourself down. Had two divorces and a failed marriage. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah. It's okay. I know. Like, you're not alone. You are not alone. And it's not you who've had failed marriages and divorces. It's we because the other half of the marriage failed too. Yeah. I don't think it's all your fault. This part of the audio that I'm going to play for you is either voice messages or voice memos that I sent Jasper 1.0 right after he left. I fucking hate you. Really? Well, I love you. I fucking hate you. I can't do words with you because every word you've told me, every promise you've given me has been broken. Even when you got on your fucking knees in front of my boys and promise my boys who one day will marry and go through life with the experience they've seen about long-term commitment, about loving a woman, you promised me. And it was all bullshit because all, at the end of the day, is you care of the opinion of others. Because for as long as I fucking remember, you still had a relationship with your sister and your mother for all the years that we've been together. So when the fuck did I broke a tie between y'all? Because if they don't agree with something with you, then they're gonna make you choose. And I never made you choose, ever. Even when they hated me. Even when I was belittled by them, I literally put my head down and allowed them to talk shit about me and to stick up for myself because no one else was. You care about everybody else but me. Because if you were really sorry, you'd be here. You'd be here if you were sorry. You're not doing this to me today. Stop being a coward and just say yes or no. You're not coming home, right? Stop being a coward and man up and just answer the goddamn question. Yes or no? Yes or no? I end up hurting myself for something I can't control. I can't control. Are happy where you're at right now with your life and and what do you do and all the people involved in your life. You're gonna forget me before I even forget you. Where has it gotten me? Nowhere, just fucking being hurt over and over again because he's not the right person and it's not the right time. But at least I'm coming to terms with it. Yes, I can't continue this. I have come to terms that this is not going where I want it because it never has gone where I want it. And I need to accept it, I need to acknowledge it, and I need to move the fuck on because so what is the point of dragging me down with him? You talk to me is disgusting and I will never forgive you for the way you talk to me and it's never changing. I don't care if he tells me till he's blue in the face that he's coming. It's just fucking written on the walls. It has been for five years. I've never been cold to you, but I could fucking show you cold. I am not the same person I was when I couldn't go those six months without speaking to him. No, like, I wouldn't even make an effort, a fraction of what I did before I tried to get a hold of him because it's disgusting how I am so desperate to needing him in my life. Like, no, I have to do it because it's just, I, it's written on the walls and it's not going anywhere and this guy is not meant for me. So sometimes we just have to learn that we won't understand the reasoning of why somebody does something to us or why does this person act like this but says like that because after uh, that conversation, he blocked me and cut all communication with me for almost a year now and 
now that 808 is this week and it's been two years since he left, like I said in the beginning, I wish him nothing but love. I wish him nothing but happiness. That it's not okay just to go somebody. It's not okay just to leave and never realize and never stop yourself and think, hey, it's not all about me. This person I totally damaged because there was a lot of damaging that he did to me. But at the end of the day, the light was in the end of the tunnel. And I'm thankful because I thought I was strong before, but I am 10 times stronger today. I'm not as guarded as I thought I would be. I, I could easily find love again. And when I'm ready, I will. So thank you to Jasper. I wish you nothing but good things. And thank you because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't help my listeners get themselves to a better mental state or track in their life if it wasn't for you. So thank you for helping me find my ugly truth. So the Jaspers are dead in this podcast. Now on to the next. Thank you guys for listening. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's also tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to subscribe to My Ugly Truth Podcast. You are listening to My Ugly Truth Podcast, an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast about a Jersey girl living in a crazy Florida world. She's a combination of sensitive and savage. She's got a wild heart and a reckless soul with a mouth she can't control. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. My Ugly Truth Podcast. An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press.